All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Sukira. He is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. They invest their clients' money in individually owned stocks in custom-made portfolios designed for the needs of each particular client. If you have any questions this half hour about the market, about how the AKW Group invests their clients' money, call us, 330-673-1234 here in Akron. If you're listening online outside of Akron on WNR.com, you can use our toll-free number, 800-669-4100. Walt is on the live line again today. This time he's in uh, Florida, Clearwater, as he's visiting with clients up and down the western coast of Florida, holding lots of hands, I imagine, as uh, we had closed April with the first, uh, the worst first four months of a year since the 1930s. That's a, that's a, <laughs> sounding kind of depressing if you think about it too hard. It is, Bob. And, you know, we, we are down here visiting clients. We have such a wonderful client base. Um, it, it's what I really love about this job is the, the great people that we get to work with and, and, you know, take care of some of their finances for them and help them along the way. Uh, with all the interesting things they're doing in their lives. Um, a lot of people have other passions, and, you know, when they can turn some of that finances over to us and we're able to help manage their money or take care of some of those, you know, ad advice issues, it's, it's a great reward, um, you know, for us, and we're very blessed uh, for what we do. But you're right, Bob, it, it was a really tough uh, start of the year, you know, as you mentioned, uh, if we look at last week, the Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 834 points, uh, down 2.5%. Year-to-date, we're negative 9.2. Uh, the S&P 500 was off 3.3% for the week, lost 139 points, uh, sitting the year at negative 13.3%. The NASDAQ was off 3.9%, uh, 504 points. Year-to-date, we're negative 21.2% on that uh, on that NASDAQ composite. And then the Russell 2000, which me measures those small big-cap stocks, down 3.9% for the week also and sits down 17%. So uh, these are all difficult numbers, uh, again, and, and it really started back in November uh, and October. So it's it's been a number of months now, and, you know, statements are coming out here, and a lot of investors are going to see lower values. and. You know, it's an important time to uh, really, you know, think about what your long-term investment strategy is and make sure that you, you know what you own, know, know why you own it, and, you know, continue to have that confidence uh, in, in what you're doing. Now, this weekend uh, was the annual Berkshire Hathaway Stockholders Meeting with uh, Warren Buffett, a man that both of us uh, admire greatly, and his partner, Charlie Munger. They had a lot to say, and I'd like to know what were some of the highlights of that weekend. 
Well, Bob, you know, it was, it was, I always love listening to, uh, you know, the, both Buffett and Munger talk. Um, I think there are 190 years between the two of them. Charlie is 98 years old now and Buffett's 91. Uh, a lot of wisdom, uh, you know, in, in their age, their experience in the markets and, uh, they had a lot to say and, you know, they, they invested a lot of money, uh, during the quarter. So, uh, you know, a few months back, Warren said that they didn't see a lot of buying opportunities, but as prices dropped, you know, they found a lot of, uh, a lot of ways to put some capital to work. And I think that's important for investors to think about right now. There are opportunities out there. Um, one of the things that he said, which I, I really like, you know, Buffett talks often about not being able to predict the future. And he says, you know, uh, he watches more financial news than anyone he knows. And he says it's filled with interviews of, you know, prognosticators, uh, fortune tellers. Uh, he said some run hedge funds, uh, ETFs, others teach at colleges. And he said, you know, uh, it's what's interesting about what they say, it's not, there's no value necessarily in their predictions, probably just more to learn something about who they are. And I think that's important because, again, as, as people have lived through this volatility and you're turning on the, the television, remember, everybody you're listening to has some type of a, a take in the way that they're presenting things. If they're writing uh, money, they may be short the market. They may be selling stocks. They might have raised cash. They might be giving advice really to correspond with what their their outlook is. Um on this show, we continue to talk about being long-term investors, and, you know, we try to just lay facts forward. But uh, they also talked about, you know, the value of Bitcoin and a lot of negativity towards Bitcoin, um, also a lot of negativity towards, like, the trading app Robinhood. Um, Charlie Munger was very negative, saying that gamification of, of, you know, the stock market did a lot of damage and a lot of young people that, Invested may never come back, um, you know, based on the experience that they just went through. So very interesting. Uh, they, they always have a lot of interesting things to say. And I, I tell everybody to go out and a lot of it is probably out there on YouTube or somewhere you can watch it. It's a very good, uh, you know, way to spend your time learning about investing. Once again, we're talking to Walt Secure of the AKW Group here in Akron, talking about the market, investing in individual stocks, uh, how to go through the ups and downs like we're going through right now and, and still uh, come out fairly well ahead. So let's talk about some of the trends and insights of the market, of the old country and the economy and the society right now. Uh, Walt does himself a lot of reading every single week and uh, finds a lot of interesting tidbits that oftentimes might have an impact on the market or on how you invest. Uh, as we talk about the market in general, and despite the fact the market is so down, the amount of cash in money markets continue to rise, which means people are kind of maybe going to the sidelines. Uh, what does that, does that actually mean to you as the money markets are getting bigger? Is that a good sign or a portent for the future? Well, I think you hit the uh, you know, nail on the head there, Bob, when you said you know, there's $193 billion now in prime money markets in, in America. Um, that's up from 146 billion in February. So yeah, it seems that more investors are, you know, putting money in money markets, not putting it in investments. And, uh, you know, but I think what that does is it signals a pretty good sign as we go forward that that money isn't going to want to stay, uh, in, in money markets. And obviously we've seen interest rates come up. Some of that will be committed probably to some fixed income type of investments, but. It also shows there could be an appetite back for, for people to get back into the market and, and buy some of these stocks that have been, you know, really, uh, you know, damaged and hit and they're, they're at much lower levels. So 
I think money markets is a good sign for investors. Now, another thing that has also been noted last week, there was a big decline in global initial public offerings as volumes from just the year before have fallen drastically. Is that another indication of some timidity with the market? Well, it just shows that, you know, IPOs, initial public offerings, are when companies come public, and, and that typically is done in good time. So when we had the markets kind of roaring forward, you know, that a lot of people rushed to get the, their IPOs out, and we've seen a 72% decline um, so far this year, so from, from last year's levels, and, and that makes sense because, again, there's not a lot of support for stocks right now. If you were bringing your stock to market, you, you may not get the uh, – the you know bids and, and the prices that, that you're looking for, so uh, it makes a lot of sense. And, and again, that activity will probably continue to be a little bit less as, until the market starts to show some recovery. Once again, Walt Secure is our expert on stock talk, and your number to call with questions six seven three one two three four. Want to remind you too that uh, the Invest Wisely show here is a podcast uh, during the week after it's aired live on Sundays, like right now. It'll be on the podcast that you can uh, locate on Spotify. SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts. So if you ever miss a show or just want to hear again some of the things that Walt has to say about the market, uh, you can uh, get that starting on Tuesday of this week uh, for the show that airs today. So, again, that's a podcast of this show on the podcasting services you can access on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Just to put in the search for Invest Wisely and listen anytime that you want to. It's a it's and it's really, really cool and part of the modern world. Let's talk now about, about stocks, individually stocks, and the things that are interesting to our listeners. Stock talk, we call it, and it's a time that you can call up and ask uh, Walt about any particular stock that you are considering, that you own it or you'd like to own it, or you just have some thoughts about, gee, is this going to be a good deal? Walt knows about a lot of things. He can access even more information while he talks to you. So give us a call with your questions about individual stocks at 330-673-1234. And if you're listening on WNR.com from anywhere, you can call us toll-free, 800-669-4100. Well, the earnings reports are continuing to come in. Uh, there were quite a few of them last week. Uh, one uh, positive seems to be that uh, supply chain woes uh, are starting to show some signs of improvement. That's for sure, Bob. And this is something that, you know, is, is added to inflation, you know, the disruptions in the supply chain. Um, there were some good good comments, you know, uh, in the Apple call, um, Tim Cook, CEO Tim Cook, uh, you know, noted a lot of the problems for the quarter had to do with supply chains. But he did talk about some relief in sight. Um, Sherman Williams, CEO, uh, John Morcus, uh, also made comments about starting to see uh, some easing of raw material and uh, logistic constraints. Uh, the Whirlpool uh, CEO, uh, Blitzer, talked about uh, the same thing, that you know things are getting better. Uh, Fast and all, Johnson & Johnson, a, a lot of comments uh, as I've been listening to these earnings reports. Uh, companies saying that, you know, they, they were working hard. You know, this is the thing about companies is, you know, when they get a problem, they're going to work hard to fix it, and, and they start managing it better, and probably a lot of supply chains will come out of this in even a much better position because companies don't want to get caught uh, in this type of, uh, that, you know, cycle again. So uh, companies don't stand and just, you know, cry and say, oh, well, he's me. They, they do a lot of things to make things better for themselves, and they manage themselves through difficult times, and uh, that's what great companies do, and those are the kinds of companies we like to focus on. Now, specific stocks out there like Apple, which is long-term holding in your corporate portfolio, they reported last week. What did Apple say, and are you still bullish on that stock? 
Uh, we are. We, we like Apple. I mean, we did see, again, some, some disruptions and some possible dis- disruptions for the next quarter. Again, these companies are victims of their own success, Bob. We say a lot of times, I mean, they did $97 billion for the quarter, up over $89 billion the year prior for those three months. It was a 9% revenue growth. Uh, they also had a 9% profit growth. Um, it's not as exciting and, and sexy as the market got used to with these 20% type quarters, you know, 20s and 30s and these high growth quarters. But they managed through a very difficult quarter, very, very difficult quarter, very, very well. Um, they did talk, you know, as they look forward, you know, the disruptions right now in China might, you know, hold back the next quarter a little bit. But, again, when we look longer term, you know, not the three months, six months, but when we look at the three-year, six-year time frame, we continue to like Apple here. We think it's a, it's a really solidly run company, um, and, and we look at the prospects long term, and we think share prices definitely go higher over time, and investors be well, well worth owning Apple with the prices it is today. So, again, that's another thing to note when you are looking at your own individual stocks. And, again, most of you can call us at 330-673-1234 with your questions for Walt Secure. Uh, let's see, Amazon, another holding in your core equity portfolio, uh, was impacted, of course, by inflation and some excess capacity. There's some concern there about Amazon, but are you worried for Amazon that they might make you consider selling the stock? Again, we, we like Amazon in the long haul, but they're struggling, Bob. Uh, they're going through a lot of changes. Uh, again, rapid growth creates challenges. Uh, we look at the quarter. They had, you know, uh, decent revenue growth. Again, about a 7% quarter. They had $116 billion over 108 the year prior. Uh, but at the same time, they, they didn't have any profitability. They lost money for the quarter. And a lot of it had to do with, you know, costs and, and supply chains and, and other issues that they're dealing with. Uh, the one positive we see is the Amazon Web Services, the AWS, which posted solid growth, 37% growth, um, strong profit. And, again, this is the driver of this company long-term is these web services, um, the backbone uh, technology that not only helps Amazon but helps a lot of companies out there that are operating uh, on the Internet. So, again, we continue to like Amazon uh, for the long haul. Once again, we're talking about individual stocks that Walt Secure can comment on, 330-673-1234, to be part of, of Stock Talk here on WNIR. Uh, another popular stock, uh, Google's parent, Alphabet, reported earnings last week, and they missed their expectations. Now, you do not hold a, a Google in your portfolios right now, but what do you see from Google, and is the stock becoming a bit more of a buying opportunity for you? Yeah, you know, Bob, I, we did see, you know, Alphabet trade off quite a bit off the earnings report. Again, you know, this is a company that did 23% revenue growth, $68 billion over $55 billion. That's a pretty strong number for a company as, lo- as large as uh, Alphabet. And a 19% profit growth for the quarter. So the weakness came from their YouTube ad revenue. Um, I, it seems like all streaming uh, services right now, all content services are, are struggling a little bit. And YouTube obviously ran into a lot of competition with, with other social media platforms as well as TikTok. You know, TikTok's been a, a big place that's, you know, grabbing a lot of eyeballs and, and keeping people's attention. So, but again, Alphabet is competitive. They'll continue to do what they need to do to, uh, to be successful as they move forward. Let's get to our phone lines now. You're on the air with Walt Secura. Hello. Good morning. Uh, morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Sure can. Yeah. Say, uh, Walt, I'm going to need some marriage counseling when you get back. My wife hit me last night at dinner saying, why did I let that go down, our account go down so much? So 
I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> the marriage counselors are going to be busy this week. Uh, that's for sure. Psychology, psychologists as well. Right? Everybody needs a little bit of psychology right now. All right. Hey, uh, I was cleaning up at the cemetery, and I smelled donuts, and I tracked down the a store. They have a stock, Krispy Kreme. And uh, if you ever looked at that stock, uh, they went public again uh, a while back, and uh, just wondered if that's uh, uh, something that you've ever uh, looked at. Oh yeah, you know Krispy Kreme. I like their donuts too, Ken. But um, yeah, they're they're uh, showing some decent uh, revenue growth again, battling a little bit with uh, profitability. I think their their earnings have been pretty flat the last few quarters, but. Yeah, I think that's the kind of stock in, in this environment that, it, you know, looks, you know, fairly attractive for somebody looking to put money in the market and wants something that's a, a little bit more stable. Uh, this would fall what we call more maybe those defense type of stocks, you know, stocks that, you know, they're staples. They're consumer staples. People need to eat. People like sweets. People eat donuts, eat donuts. And, uh, so yeah, it's definitely one to take a look at here. I was somewhat shocked that, uh, four donuts cost, uh, Almost nine dollars, so I was I went into uh, uh, inflation mode there. But uh, the product was excellent, so I said, "Well, it's a great product, so I don't mind paying for for something good." But anyway, well, you guys have a good week. Thank you. All right, you too, Ken. Three three zero six seven three one two three four. Stock talk with Walt Sakira of the AKW Group here in Akron. Give us a call. Talk about your particular stock of interest. Now, the pharmaceutical companies have uh, released their earnings reports, and as one might think during a time of pandemic, uh, most of them were topping expectations. Now, what do you see from these healthcare stocks and any that uh, you currently own in your portfolios, or, or now you're looking more closely at other uh, stocks that you want like, like to add to those uh, portfolios? Yeah, Bobby, no, this has always been one of our more favorite areas. Um, you know, when you talk about moats, you know, things that protect earnings and profits, uh, pharmaceutical companies often get patents on their products, and uh, they have that patent protection for a number of years, and it enables them to, uh, you know, recover a lot of that R&D cost that goes into developing, you know, world-class pharmaceuticals that, that help a lot of people with health issues. So, uh, we've always liked the space. Um, we, we own Abby and Bristol-Myers. Um, but there's a lot of good names here uh, to take a look at. You know, Merck is another one that, that looks really good off the report. Um, Abby, you know, struggled a little bit last week. Again, Umera, which we talked about, which is a, a large portion of their sales, is facing some of those uh, patent expirations. The fact that, you know, there might be some biosimilars or generic competition to Umera. Um, and I think the stock continues to act, as, you know, in, in response to that. However, um, you know, they have the Botox, uh, you know, some of the uh, dermatology and, and, you know, cosmetic uh, type of drugs now from their purchase of Allergan a few years ago. Um, and and Bristol-Myers, you know, looked good, too. Again, they're they're really good at deal-making. They they purchased Celgene a few years back. And, uh, again, moving forward in ways that we like, again, these pay good dividends, uh, you know, types of companies that add some balance to the portfolios. Now, some of the big oil giants also reported last week. I noticed coming in this morning on Route 59, gas station road, that from last Sunday, gas prices jumped up to 40 cents a gallon all of a sudden. So are the oil stocks out there, any of them that you find currently attractive now that they're charging so much more money for gasoline? 
Yeah, we, we've always liked the big integrated oil companies, Bob. Um, you know, obviously from the environmental, you know, and, and the political aspect, some of these companies struggled for a few years. But, you know, it seems like with, you know, uh, oil over $100 a barrel, a lot of these companies now have extreme profitability. Um, ExxonMobil is one that we added earlier in the year. Um, ExxonMobil put up incredible revenue and earnings uh, growth for the quarter. 53% earnings uh, revenue growth. They did 90 billion over 59 billion, 218% uh, earnings growth, uh, 207 a share versus 65 cents a share. Again, they pay a strong dividend, almost a 4% dividend, 39 years of consecutively raising that dividend, and you know a pretty solid dividend growth rate around 3%. So that that dividend goes up. Uh, so the, again, yeah, it's a stock that. It's timely, I think, in the market. Oil stocks uh, look very attractive here uh, with the disruption that we have going on over in, in Europe still. And, uh, you know, companies that probably will continue to assess profitability as, as we look into the future. Now, both Boeing and, and GE, heavily involved in the, the aircraft industry, reported their earnings last weekend. Both companies saw their stock price uh, uh, drop after these results. Yeah, they did. Both both these companies put up some disappointing numbers, and you know, Boeing was one that we expected a bit better number. I think the street did as well, and they they really struggled uh, for the quarter. You know, losing money and uh, revenues came under under the expectations, and a lot of delays. Um, you know, in in their manufacturing and their deliveries, and uh, and then GE. You know, again, that patience is running thin. I think a lot of investors have given GE some, you know, some patience, believing that, you know, they continue to turn their operations into profitability. But again, another bad quarter, revenue flat. Um, you know, and and I think the market is definitely showing they don't like that. You know, both stocks fell uh, quite significantly last week. Now, another issue that most people were talking about last week uh, because of its, I guess, uh, popularity, uh, Twitter agreed to be taken private. Elon Musk offered $54.20 a share cash for all the shares of Twitter. It would cost some $44 billion for Musk, who financed that by selling a lot of his own shares in the Tesla car company. Now, now, what does it mean to an individual stockholder? If you're a person or, or uh, again, a, a mutual fund or whatever you own, Twitter stock, what does it mean to you that it's going private? Does that mean they're going to just simply cash you out at that price of fifty four twenty a share, send you a check, and say, you know, see you later, kid? <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, Bob, a lot of times these uh, deals, the uh, cash is wherever firm you own the shares at. If people that have it here repaired, um, that cash would come into the account, you know, based on the date that transaction closes. But uh, the shares just wouldn't trade anymore. I mean, it's, it, they'll be a private company, and um, you know, there might be private shares issued to some of the, you know, the owners or some of the managers inside the company. But, uh, yeah, taking the public comp- uh, private, that definitely takes the stock off of the market. Now, as we mentioned before, Tesla is the only auto company, startup auto company since the 1920s to be uh, successful as it has been so far. No other company has began from scratch and actually made it in, uh, in North America. Is the fact that he is putting so much money now into Twitter and uh, kind of seems to be, I don't know, we call him a little bit flaky or whatever, is this going to put the Tesla company itself in some danger? Are we looking at the fact that he may uh, blow it all and the company go bankrupt because he's playing around with maybe other things he's not as familiar with as making cars? 
Well, it's a, it's a good it's a good concern. Um, you know, you want to see focus. You want to see you know that somebody have their attention in the right places. And uh, you know, Tesla needs a lot of attention. You know, as it continues to compete in a very very competitive space. Uh, although he he's a brilliant man. You know, he's he's uh, you know, he's shown that that he can multitask. He can do a lot of things. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch. But there there will be concerns. You know, from shareholders of Tesla. I think you know some of the sell offs uh, from the 1100, you know, we back was trading around uh, 1150 before this news started to come out. We're at 870 now. And that was off a, a really good earnings report, Bob. So I think some of that is already kind of baked into the stock. You know, maybe some of the shareholders that saw this as a distraction and something that was going to affect uh, Tesla may have already voted by, you know, selling those shares and moving away from the company. So, uh, that's, a, that's the nice part about, you know, owning a stock is, if you don't like what's going on, you can quickly sell it and, you know, vote with, with that sale that you don't want any part of what's happening. Once again, we're talking to Walt Sakira of the AKW Group in Akron, who are affiliated with the uh, Baird Company, the Robert W. Baird Private Wealth Management Company, giving them access to many of the services and, and the advice that, that Baird offers worldwide. They have clients uh, throughout the United States, Europe, and Asia. Uh, Walt and his team in Fairlawn can provide uh, advice on financial planning, Estate plans, tax reviews, uh, Roth conversions, uh, uh, stock options, Social Security analyses. It's more than just investing their clients' money. It's also helping them uh, navigate the whole world of finance and, and investments and how their money is supposed to be positioned and how what they should do with it uh, when they have it, those proper positions. So it's a lot more than just a, just a picking a stock here and there and hoping that you, you come out ahead. They have a lot more services to provide, so keep that in mind. If you're looking for someone to, to invest your money with and, and help you with your financial plans, their local office number is 234-466-7476, 234-466-7476. And as we mentioned, their office in uh, the greater Pittsburgh area is located in suburban Washington, Pennsylvania. Sue Marshall has that office there. Their number is 412-480-5090. What else has been happening with the AKW Group, Walt? Well, Bob, you know, we, we continue to work hard. Uh, you know, as, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, we're visiting some clients. It's, it's important that we sit down face-to-face with all our clients uh, over the course of the year. So we do take a little bit of time to travel uh, where we have some clients in different parts of the country. Uh, you know, at the same time, we're, we're preparing, you know, for, for a long year. We know it's going to be difficult on the investment side. We're working hard on the investment portfolios. Uh, where we're also working on our educational initiatives. Uh, you know, you, you know, last year we did some retirement planning, uh, seminars and, and we're looking at some other educational events, uh, to, to really, uh, drive the practice forward. Um, the, the other thing that we're looking at is a, a move. Uh, anybody that knows where our office is currently and we're on West Market Street, uh, there is another Baird office over on Embassy Parkway and, uh, when uh, Baird bought Hilliard Lions, we were one of the few uh, cities that had two offices. Uh, so on July 8th, we'll be joining the other office over on Embassy Parkway. Um, got a nice view over there from the offices that they're putting us in. Get to see the lake behind the building there. And uh, it, it'll give us uh, some more camaraderie, other Baird, uh, you know, colleagues and uh, people to work with and, and communicate with over there. So we're, we're excited about the move. We think overall it's going to be very positive. Uh, and that's where we'll be located starting, uh, you know, that, that's the uh, end of the first week of July. Now, with the market changing like this, is this a good time for someone to, to look at other investment companies like yours and consider maybe making a change or, or should they wait till things settle down a bit? 
Well, I think it's always good to get a second opinion, Bob, and, and we like to compete. You know, I always tell people, hey, I'll, I'll do an analysis of what you have. I'll be the first one to tell you if what you have is good. I, You know, I have a lot of respect for people in our business that do it the right way, uh, but we also will tell you when something looks like there's a, a potential uh, problem or something we can improve. So we, we encourage people to give us a call. We're happy to do the work. We're happy to do that second opinion. And remember, too, you can hear the podcast of Invest Wisely starting every Tuesdays with this week's show on your favorite podcast site. Just uh, Google in Invest Wisely and listen to the show again or just listen to the parts that you, you might have missed. So, Walt Secura, what's on the tap for next week? Uh, a lot of earnings reports, and uh, I'll be back in the office on Tuesday morning. So we'll fly back, and we'll just get back to work, Bob. Once again, Walt Secura, the AKW Group in Akron. Right now, they're at 3560 West Market Street, but their phone number remains 234 234- Four six six seven four seven six two three four four six six seven four seven six. Give him a call. Uh, talk to Walt and his team. Tell him you heard him on WNIR Kent Akron. Have a good trip. See you next week, Walt. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed: Abvi Inc. Symbol A B B V. Amazon.com. Symbol A M Z N. Apple Inc. Symbol A A P L. The Boeing Company. Symbol B A. Bristol-Myers Squibb & Company, symbol BMY. Krispy Kreme, Inc., symbol DNUT. Exxon Mobil Corporation, symbol XOM. Fastenal Company, symbol FAST. General Electric, symbol GE. Alphabet, Inc., symbol GOOGL. Johnson & Johnson, symbol J&J. Merkin Company, symbol MRK. Sherwin-Williams Company, symbol SHW. Spotify Technologies, symbol SPOT. Tesla Inc., symbol TSLA. Twitter Inc., symbol TWTR. Whirlpool Corporation, symbol WHR. Please note that Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.